are we ready to start or not? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're keeping that if oh shit at the beginning. Like, <laughs> move your head and the equipment do doesn't look work. look at it and it blank, blinks out. <laughs> That's it. Don't think about it. <laughs> Don't look at the recording Jesus. equipment at all. I would cut this, but we started with that really wonderful oh shit. And I think we're just going to stick with that. Just call me Fergie Ferg. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> When we come to the podcast, <laughs> step I'll aside. Every time I come along, my Gary Gary pants wanna go down. Oh snap! Oh snap! Are you ready for this? Where is Fergie been lately? I haven't been missing her, but I have been curious about where she's been. You've been missing her. Mm, I have not. No. I'll call you a Puff Daddy remix because you've been missing her. <laughs> Say, big boys do cry when Fergie's not around. Kind of strange with you not around. <laughs> um, I don't. I've know. missed her humps. I don't know she. Her got lovely lady lumps. Divorced from Josh. Oh Duhamel. right. Can also are we are we rolling? This is rolling. This Can is we live. Just talk about how now we've got Will Smith and yep. Jada. Who have been separated for 25 years. (laughs) (laughs) They separated before they were married. Yeah, Uh, Meryl. Yeah, Meryl Streep. Six years separated. We are so hip, you guys. Once we opened that gate, they were like, you know what? We can we can say if it too. Ryan and Anna can be brave, so can we. And if they can just delay their separation endlessly, we can can too. If they can't find the time, how can Meryl Streep find the time in between slaying roles on television and in film? It's a fair and in Audible. If anyone has not listened to the audio version of Ann Patchett's Tom Lake, fantastic. Tom Lake? Tom Lake. Is it the name of a lake or the name of a man? Well, you'll have to listen to <laughs> no it, won't spoilers. you? Yeah. No spoilers. I assumed that would be one of the first things we learned, but I get that you have to wait the whole book to find out who who or what Tom Lake it's is. Both. <laughs> nah, it's it's the name of a lake. It's the name of a okay, lake spoilers. slash theater group. Theater. Oh, yes, the theater. Uh-huh. Yes, Tom, the Tom Lake Theater Troupe. I feel like my, Your equipment my is just all fucked well, up. Well, it's... You it's know, like leaning over, too. It's like a flaccid mic over there. I just want to say one thing. Okay. I've started listening to a few more podcasts. I listened to Kristen Cavallari's uh-huh. Let's Be Honest. Yeah. Uh, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But you guys need to appreciate how few ads we put into this podcast. And that might not be by choice. (laughs) (laughs) We would put more in if we could. But we don't have those offers. Therefore, uh, I feel like people are being ridiculous with the amount of content versus ad. Yeah, like the equation, the ratio of content v. ad. That's Baxter Dog. Oh, I thought it was like a gaslighter. No. Sounded like I'm gaslighting you. Yeah. No, it's Um, Baxter Dog click, click, clicking with his nails. Yeah. I just feel like the last couple of pods that I've listened to, mostly hers, I hate to call her out. I know she's a fan. Um, she's so upset right now. She's listening yeah. to us. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of lot of ads, not as much content. Yeah, that actually reminds me. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Me Undies. Uh, Where is he? <laughs> he's under the table. 
he's just un- he's right under there. Is he taking a tap class? <laughs> what is going on? He's got a little cane and a top yeah. hat, and he's tapping around. He's looking for somewhere to poop in the basement because he loves to poop down here. Unlike Sam, this guy poops all the time. <laughs> Sam should have called the Baxter dog instead of Doctor Kelly, whatever. To, uh, Doctor, it takes two. <laughs> it takes number two. Where, where were we? Uh, we don't have that many ads and therefore a wonderful listening experience. Yeah. Plus you get a dog's oh. nails just oh. clicking across no, the floor. I know what I was going to say. What I will say is what they don't have in uh, content, they make up for in quality equipment. They are like in a studio. They've got headphones. We have that, headphones. That work. <laughs> So they're not in their basement at the art table, the children's art table with two with separate dogs, three-year-old <laughs> equipment. Oh, you got a dog in your lap now, and this dog that hates me right over here. Oh, no, look, she's yeah. wagging oh, her tail. Oh, she hates me. I got a new dog. Mm-hmm. May May is the dog's name. We should put her on Insta. Yep, yeah, we will. Yeah. We will. Yeah. Also, I will. So we do need new mics. Is the pop filters are broken and you just heard the effects of the pop filters being it's broken just all right there. of it i mean it's probably time for an upgrade take some of that sweet sweet c-suite money that's right and we've upgrade ear- we've our equipment this. treat yourself <laughs> all right well i have a treat for me which is a gmail that i got well you begged and you at pleaded here for the wrong reasons at gmail.com. I begged and I pleaded. And here's our wonderful email from Steffi, who says several things. First, uh, well, she says, hey, Ryan, parentheses, and Anna, of course. You're a parenthetical as far as the Gmail audience is concerned. Um, she was thinking about songs that, are, uh, that people hate. And she says, unpopular opinion, I hate Bohemian Rhapsody. I just don't get it, and it never ends. I agree with that. So I don't hate it, but to me it is, it's a novelty song that is for appropriate for certain circumstances. Like, I'm never just going to be like, you know what I want to listen to right now? <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Put Alexa, play Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Yeah. I'm never going to... In fact, most Queen songs, to me, like We Are the Champions, Another One Bites the Dust, like a lot of those are like... I only need those in particular occasions. I remember one time one of our friends, and I can't imagine that she listens to the pod, so I feel okay telling this story, and I don't think she would care anyway, but she, like a group of them, went to the fair, and we weren't invited, so maybe I'm just bitter about this, but she said that they like, apropos of nothing, all the parents started singing Bohemian Rhapsody and she was like, it was so cool. And I remember thinking, that is my nightmare. Wait, wait, wait. Friends here in town? Correct. Okay, I guess we're not... <laughs> we're I'm trying to think of who, who this is. is. Who do we know that sings Bohemian Rhapsody all the time? I'll give you three guesses. Okay. And we'll blank it out, and I'll tell the listener if Ryan got it right. Actually, actually, I want this to be like the uh, Robin. Can we get one of our Robins to sleuth out <laughs> well, who that, this was? She would figure Robin, it out. who apparently yeah. works for the CIA, would definitely... Yeah. Like, I she like knows. She's listening to this right now, and is like, it was... It was Jim, obviously. Yeah. All right, so I get three guests, so the listener just has to listen to this. Okay, ready? Well, we're going to blank out the names. Okay, all right, so let me take the note where we're going to blank out the names. Okay. Um, no. Parent friend that we both have. No. Okay. 
doesn't think that anything is cool. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and she listens to the podcast. You have to think about someone that would be like, it was so cool. No, but that actually is That's a good, a guess. good guess, right? Yeah. Who is it? Oh, okay. Okay. The tracks. Well, uh, the listener really enjoyed that <laughs> blanked out guessing game of us trying to f- figure out who this was. But it was a tract. Okay. So she hates Bohemian Rhapsody. She also says that she loved the back and forth and stories about white elephant gift exchanges. Oh, right. We've got some listener feedback on that. Oh, I do too, by the way. I forgot about that shout out. Okay, hold on. So she says, I am a transplant from Germany, was introduced to the white elephant later in life, and it seems like the group that's doing it decides in advance if it's gag gifts or regular gifts with usually a spending limit. That's right. So that is her take. And that's coming from a non-American. <laughs> that's how it's European. She's got a very She's European came approach. came from Germany, and her name is Bonjourno. <laughs> that's the least American thing I could imagine. So I will say Bridge was totally on my side. Shocker. Um, yeah, she said that... She, that I am correct about the white elephant gift, and uh, and it's on Urban Dictionary. She says, everyone, all in caps, knows white elephant means joke gifts. Everyone. Okay, I've been thinking about it more. Okay. Here is where I think that my main point lies, and I believe that if we brought this to a court of law, it would stand up. Okay. There is a difference... <laughs> I said it last week, actually, but I'll repeat it. There's a difference between a joke gift, a gag gift, and just bringing someone trash and being like, you're welcome. I found this on the side of the road. I can't believe you're not happy with this. Well, but to be fair, it was a perfectly functional racket. No, it doesn't sound like it was. You said it was like smashed up. No, no, no. It was just someone had like, it's like, you know how when people leave stuff on the side of the road, that's like, you can take this or someone. That's not a gag gift. That's a, you picked up some trash. That is a gag gift. It was a it was a working racket, so you could have used it. Yeah, you could have played tennis with it. You this would have is, been delighted. It was just the wrong audience. Yes, this, this is, is why we're divorced. Ryan also took this right approach here. to birthday presents, just for anyone that's wondering. Sure, that's exactly what I did. This One is exactly time, why we're divorced. Yep, here's some trash. A, a little Target bag full of some tuna cans that someone had thrown away. And that said, is, you know what? That was a gift I gave to Heathcliff. He said, Thank Happy you very birthday, much. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he walked outside and smoked heroin. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that you smoke heroin. I Do think you? you can... Can uh, you smoke you it? You can smoke black tar <laughs> heroin, right? I love the two least qualified people Do to be talking about drinking this. drinking is cool? <laughs> Do you think smoking drugs is cool? Do you think that smoking drugs is cool? Do you think that doing alcohol is cool? <laughs> uh, I stand by my point. I think that there's a... There is a difference between even a gag gift and one that you think is funny and just being like, hey, I found this. Did you tell her, like, I found this as trash? I don't believe so. <laughs> was it obvious? I think it was obvious. But again, it was a, you could have, it was a playable racket. It was just someone just like, you know what? I don't play this sport anymore. So I, and it was wrapped like a racket. I just can't decide if you're an asshole or if you're just like cheap and dumb uh no it's the third option <laughs> is um super funny and fun yeah. and did people you love show it up in your gorilla costume at this party no no Dang, i didn't man yeah. that would have been so funny would have been hilarious yeah yep yeah. yeah. 
All right, so what did people weigh in on your side on White Elephant? I've got one vote for It Depends, which also this group did not specify in advance what White Elephant meant. So even if that's the rules, they did not follow those rules because they did not say well, what it was going to be. Well, that's not this girl's fault. It's she's part of the group. She, she was part of the group that the gift. Someone a book of angels. <laughs> no, someone a third party brought the book of angels, and she got the book of angels. What did she bring? I don't recall. If you are out there, I was actually on Facebook friends with her. I was going to reach out I to her. Would love yeah. if you were like can you just write up like a yes. 500 word synopsis of that I don't think she's going to write 500 again. words I think she might oh, write 50 words I feel like words. she might have still have a lot to say about <laughs> it if she's anything like me she's she's uh, she's got some stuff to All say All right Corey I will reach out to you and see what we can do Okay um, I thought that I got some, I, my thing was just that I had thought about it more and my <laughs> thoughts confirmed that I was correct. Your thoughts so, confirmed your own thoughts. That's surprising. I can't believe that happened. Aim Dame says, Gary has a tattoo. Uh, I still don't like him. Somebody else said. Yeah. A lot of people, Jake was surprised that he was tatted up. Somebody else went, well, he like rides a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. So that ties into He's a cool another message that we got. This was from bridge. Uh-huh. I wonder if Gary is actually boring or if it's just to show, uh, the show, not letting you see his real self. Matt James seemed pretty boring on the show, but he's actually pretty entertaining on social media. Same thing for Greg Grippo. I gotta say, I think Gary's just a little boring. Well, but hold on. Is Matt James interesting on social media? I don't follow him. Maybe I should, because I was under the impression that he was she didn't legit say that boring. He was interesting. She said he's entertaining. Okay. Is it okay. because he, I mean, Tyler Cameron is entertaining on Instagram too. Well, I bet he is. I bet you're entertained by him. I yeah. am. Yes. <laughs> I imagine that it would be hard for him to not entertain on Insta. I just think that Gary's boring. And there's nothing wrong with that, man. And here's the thing, too. Does Gary maybe have interests that are, like, I don't want to say interesting. I'm not, like, I think that Gary has dimension. Right, I agree with that. Not with dimentia. Um, <laughs> I just, like, I just, hey, you know what? I have a tattoo and I'm boring. Like, I just, I don't like these kind of, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, well, he does this, so he can't. He be rides boring. a motorcycle. No, plenty of boring people ride motorcycles. Plenty of boring people have tattoos. In and fact, plenty of fascinating people would like outwardly seem quite very boring. plain. Yeah. Yes. So I stand by my argument that based and fair enough, Bridge. Good point. I mean, but based on what the show has presented us with, and I don't think that Gary is like. Here's my other thing. At that point, if you're that old, if you are interesting, you just are interesting. Like, you're just funny. Like, April's out there. Uh-huh, that's true. You know, like, what would Gary stand to gain by if he had all these really wacky qualities being like, I better make it milk toast for this pop. Well, like, Bridges' argument seems to be that they're just, editing him to be uninteresting or, like, milk toast. That's a lot of editing. That's a lot of editing. <laughs> 
I love the idea that Gary's out there like being crazy. <laughs> the editors are Gary's just like, out there going, Wa-boom! They're like, how are we going to tame Gary? This is, you know, the this opening is shot editing. that yeah. was him crying was going to be him smoking heroin, yeah. which is also something that he does routinely. Yeah. Gary yeah. brought a tennis racket <laughs> to a white elephant. Exchange. Now that's interesting. That's interesting, that's interesting writing. <laughs> Um, well, this is a great transition into the show. Well, we still have a few shout outs. Oh, okay. All so, right. Sorry, I know you think I'm sorry, I already read the Gmail, so well, what's the point? That's yeah. a tough. Okay, give me the other shout outs then, please. Um, One moment. I got to look up this last one. Oh, oh, I know. Emily uh supports my theory that tanner is fake <laughs> and she's come up with the perfect hashtag okay hashtag fake tan oh that's that is really and i good. know i already sent this to you yes. so you just have to pretend that you're seeing it for the first time but i'll show it to you again yeah that's not the same individual they really do look different they look it very is striking different. yeah it's very striking. So, Emily, kudos to you because you picked great examples. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, I'm sorry. I I stand by my theory and I appreciate that it now has a quippy hashtag. Yes, fake tan. Can I offer maybe like an extra dimension to the theory? Sure. So, because that person that you showed me looks kind of like Tanner, but not like drastically like Tanner. So, what I think happened is maybe a master criminal kidnap Tanner and cut off his face and is wearing it all a face off. <laughs> Can I offer you a Sweet Valley High plot twist? Yes. It's not a it is a master criminal, but Tanner had a long lost twin. Yes. Who saw him on TV yep. and was like, I want that life. Yes. And then murdered the yep. original mm-hmm. Tanner and now he's on the show pretending to be Tanner. But he would look more like Tanner. Additional plot twist. That person also has a twin. Oh, so they're triplets. Uh, yes. No, it's just two sets of identical twins. There's. Wait, what? I thought. This okay. Act, this was an actual Sweet Valley. Okay, but one. I need explanation because I thought that you meant that set one of twins, twin number two killed twin number one and took no. his place. So there. So it's a little different. Okay. Because in the Sweet Valley version, there is one set of twins. Here, Tanner would just be like. An individual without a twin. I see. I see. And someone who looks somewhat looks like Tanner. Like him, murders Tanner. Murders him. That okay. person has a twin. In the Sweet Valley High plot, it's two sets of twins. But see, no, I don't follow the two sets of twins. Where do the twins intersect? There's who Elizabeth looks like who? and Jessica. Okay. And then there's the evil twin. And I can't remember. Oh, I'm so ashamed. But, but the evil twin is not related to Elizabeth and Jessica. Nope. She just looks just like them. <laughs> Which That's does, where I was getting thrown happen. off they a little say, bit. Like, everybody yeah. has doppelgangers. I saw my doppelganger in Greece. <laughs> was it the Angel Gabriel or whatever that one was? <laughs> no, he's said? in Yemen, the Archangel Gabriel. No, I saw my uh, doppelganger at a, a very cheap restaurant in Greece I don't at a think hostel. I knew that you had ever been to yeah. Greece. Yeah, no, I um he was he came in, right? Someone's got a picture of it somewhere. And it he really came does in, look Yeah, like it looked you. a lot like me. Yeah, we have a picture of like me sitting in the front and him skulking around in the background, probably planning to murder <laughs> me. Yeah, or his or yeah. your twin. Yeah, his twin was planning to murder him, then murder me. So in this Sweet Valley High, what ultimately happens, and this is pretty brilliant. 
Okay. One of the evil twins murders the other evil twin thinking that it's one of the that it's Elizabeth or Jessica, but instead it's her sister. Oh, so I what I thought it was like an eviler twin. Well, like there was an evil twin is. and I an mean, eviler she twin. Goes bad and she's like if I can't like if Margot won't let it's Margot and Nora. Okay. She's like if she won't let me share this life, then um, I'll just take it myself. Mm-hmm. So there are four people who look alike. <laughs> And they keep they murdering all each d- other. Descend on Sweet Valley, <laughs> sure. Idyllic Sweet Valley, California. It's what really great... not idyllic if there's this many murders well, going on. Well, it is, but it gets disrupted by outsiders. <laughs> um, I would just want to say that I switched over to our Instagram feed, mm-hmm. and that I think that this is fake news. But Bachelor USA, the first post that came up mm-hmm. is break hashtag breaking news hashtag bachelor star tragically dies but it's a body with the crying emoji on it what does it say who does it say died it's fake okay fake news fake news fake news but if it were real that would be very insensitive Yes, uh, well, yeah, let's hope it's fake. All right, well, we'll do a little read. <laughs> so we're just going to leave the listener with the possibility <laughs> that someone is dead. Do we want to do a little it's, additional research on this? About, or It's about... Just maybe somebody's dead, maybe not. We don't know. <laughs> Get your news here first, it's gang. It's about people from the franchise. <laughs> Breaking news. Someone might be dead or maybe not. It's people from the franchise who have died but this is oh. also bad reporting. The first picture that they have is Chris Harrison, who I think <laughs> is alive and well. He's socially dead. He got canceled, which is the same thing. Oh, man. This is what? What is the account? I'm glad someone is even sloppier than us. Bachelor at USA. At this work. Okay, yeah. So at least we have, they need three Robins like we do. All right, now can we transition into the television shows? We must. That we watch. Your is dog. Distracting? Your dog is going us. Oh, the dog is eating. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, what is the dog eating? I'm not going to try to take it because she'll bite my face off. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. It's some sort of like jelly ball. What is that? I don't know. I'm going to throw it. No, don't throw it in my Ready? mouth. One. No, why not in your mouth. You're just throwing it. Oh, you're throwing Catch it to it. me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to throw it at my face. Oh, it's sticky. It's stuck to your hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's back on the ground. The dog is going to eat it. It's under it your go? shoe. It's under your shoe. It's stuck to my shoe. <laughs> Whew. Okay, okay, you gang. You never know what you're going to find at Messy <laughs> Mountain Brook. <laughs> Oh, don't give my address out because then the person that looks like me from Greece is going to come here and kill me. I've, and next uh, week you're going to be podcasting with him. You do have a lot of doppelgangers. I know we don't have to keep on this conversation, but mm-hmm. I, I, you actually do. I have a fair amount of, I get a lot of you look like so-and-so. Yeah. yeah. Cat Stevens. Yeah, young Cat Stevens. John Snow. John Snow. Certain Paul Rudds. I feel like anybody with like dark curly hair and a beard. Not anybody, but some folks. Yeah. Uh, some folk. Yeah. I have a very distinct. Not everyone is handsome enough to be my doppelganger well, just because they have dark hair and a beard. Yeah. 
You, sir, are no Ryan Weber. <laughs> On Mountain Brook. Okay. Trista's here. Yes, she is. Is uh, it insensitive to say that Trista is almost ready for the Golden Bachelor? I was going to ask, what was your what were your thoughts on how Trista is looking? I mean, I just straight up age-wise. I think she's looking fine. I don't have comments on her actual appearance, but, but just straight up old. age age demo. She's yeah. got to be like almost 50 yeah yeah i think so, so yeah literally she is it's not even like a joke necessarily She's it's just like just... she is almost in this demographic yeah and i think that is actually the right person to bring in as opposed to like gabby or something you know like someone who's a little closer maybe can relate to the ladies a little caitlin. bit more they caitlin, brought in caitlin yeah and yep. like gary definitely didn't know who caitlin was. no i don't think he actually knows who trist is either but Gary, I don't think he knows anything about I, this television he's show. He's just so interesting. <laughs> well, he's so interesting. He cares about other things. So Kathy is still mad about Teresa. Of course you are, Kathy. To no one's surprise, Kathy goes home at the end of this. I will say, Thank I God. thought that Kathy had a graceful exit. She did. She, she did. didn't cause mm-hmm. a scene. I think that they... I. I don't think that Kathy was that bad. Like, I always feel like if that's the worst that you can do to try and make someone a villain, like, really, it's Kathy saying, zip it. I mean... Zip it. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't know. She was not... I mean, she's not the worst villain that we've seen on this show by any means. I mean, this is like a C-level villain at best. She was somewhat rude and, like, wouldn't let stuff go. I mean, this is villain behavior. I don't I'm know. not sympathetic to Kathy. I'm not, I mean, I think that I actually feel like Kathy was a little, maybe a little bit funnier and had Kathy had too much personality for Gary. She's interesting. Well, I mean, she is interesting, but that's the thing. Interesting is not always good. I know a lot of interesting people that are terrible. Well, it's not good for Gary. <laughs> yeah, he certainly does not need an interesting woman. Um. All right, there's a group date. Mm-hmm. They're playing pickleball of course they are they are legally obligated for tennis (laughs) you losers (laughs) so do you not have a lot of respect for pickleball is that what i'm picking up on right now? i'd like to preface this by saying no one is too old for tennis get out there and play a real sport and i know i'm pissing off a lot of people right now man all our pickleball listeners and it's pickleball in pickleball magazine is not going to publish with us (laughs) this is what i say to pickleball players you're such fucking dopes you are not serious figures I love you but you are not serious people and that's it that's it. Okay. So but I'll, the only thing I'll add is you're not too old for tennis because when I was on the 40-plus team a few years ago and I was like, oh, I'm going to kill because I'm going to be the youngest there. Like the old women who were like golden bachelor age were just like destroying they me. crushed right. Well, and they would just like stand there and just could like – you know, just hit it wherever they wanted. Put the ball, yeah. They, well, it was like your partner told you, I can place that ball anywhere. It turned Except out she was they lying. were actually <laughs> right. They could actually do that. Oh, man. I still laugh thinking about that. Yeah, um, I do have one more comment, a okay. few more quick comments about uh, Kathy. Oh. So I think <laughs> that Kathy, in a way, it was a, like it was a bad play because it got her sent home, but it was kind of a good play because then Teresa got like more timid about what she was doing. I feel like she got in Teresa's head a little bit. I don't 
think that sh- that what she was doing got her sent home. Gary was never going to be with Kathy. But she wouldn't have gotten sent home quite this quickly, I don't I think. I think she would have. You know, I thought it was really interesting when Nancy was like, when Nancy self-eliminated yeah. and she said, I have a really strong sense that you've, that you've, hang on, because she put it kind of interestingly. Uh-huh. You're more passionate with other people, and I think you've narrowed it down, and I'm not in that group. And Gary said, I'm not going to dispute that. Which confirms something that I have always thought, which is they edit it to make it look more competitive than it actually is a lot of times. And I think that by like episode, certainly episode three or four, all of these contestants know who the last like three are sure going to i be. think so too i really think that's right and i i don't think that's any real secret either well no but you know i do i feel like they just like sometimes they'll throw in some red herring right and i and i get it like if you didn't edit it that way what would the show be if it mm-hmm. was just really obvious right you obviously know from the get-go who it's gonna be but yeah. i um you know i don't think I don't think that Kathy is Gary's type. No, I don't either. I just think she might have lasted one more episode, but I guess better to go out in a blaze of glory. Oh, and she did. But you're right. She had a nice... And uh, Nancy had a... That was a very nice exchange between the two of them where she was like... I don't think I'm in your top... Whatever she said. And he was like, I'm not going to dislike that. was very mature and polite on both parts. I have a, another point to make about Gary, and I'll see how you feel about this. Another, okay, hit me with it. Another bone to pick, if you will. Oh, I'm surprised. These okay, let's hear it. Pop guards are really... These pop, the lack of pop filters is <laughs> yeah. really annoying the listener. This doesn't happen on Kristen Cavalieri's podcast. I still don't feel like I have a strong sense of who Gary is going for, like what Gary's type of woman is. Because I think the women that are still standing, uh, Ellen, Faith, Susan, Teresa, and Sonia, if I'm not, uh, and and, uh, Leslie, who got the date rose, um, or the rose on the one-on-one, that is a very diverse group of women not well well i was gonna say not racially but actually racially too Mm -hmm. but that's like just personality wise and looks wise too Mm -hmm. but i'm really more talking about personality they're all very different from each other yeah and usually uh, again i know i'm making generalizations you can dispute me I think once you get down to like five or six, there's usually like one outlier, but then uh-huh. the rest of them, it's like, oh yeah, this yeah, is kind see. of like, who, you see what their type is yeah. and then you see who they're holding on to as like, maybe it could be this type of person. These women are They very are very different, different, which I enjoy. I do agree with you that I don't quite have a sense of what Gary's type is, but that's okay at this point. I'm, I'm actually more interested. Is it? If, it is because it's like, is it going to go this way or this way? And you do see that sometimes like with the final two is like, are you going to go with the like person you have smoldering chemistry with the or the person? Or the yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you going to go with like the sensible choice or the exciting choice? I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen that a lot. I think, I mean, I'm guessing that Gary's type is like, a little bit adventurous. Like I think I'm going to throw this out. I don't think this is quite right, but tell me what you think of this. I think Gary's type is the type of woman who's like Vegas isn't ready for me. And then gets like two glasses of white wine. Like someone who like presents as very fun, but is actually very safe. 
I agree with that. Yeah. So who would that be in this group? Who's your, who, what horse are you putting your bet on? I mean, I think Teresa has. Which of these old mares? <laughs> <laughs> Am I putting to get to nose across the finish the line? The rest of them are getting put out to pasture after the show. Yeah. So. so, I mean, I think Teresa is up there. I think Ellen is up there. Um, I think that Sandra, Laura and I were discussing the Sandra is too interesting for Gary. I think, I think she's a little bit too much of a wild card. Sandra. Yeah. I mean, the, how is Sandra? In, maybe I just like, feel like she's a little more like a little too sassy maybe for Gary. Like, I don't feel like Gary actually wants someone who's super sassy. I think he want like, I think Leslie is his type, I like was, adventurous I and fun. Or Leslie. Uh-huh. Um, I actually don't think that Gary is the type of person who wants to be with someone who would miss their daughter's wedding yes. to go on a date. That's show. what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. I think that's one of the, like, I think she's too much of a wild card for him. How do you, let's go ahead and, and deal with that. How do you feel about that move? Um, I mean, if they don't have a good relationship, I guess that's good if they didn't if have they, if they did have a good relationship they don't now i would be pissed <laughs> yeah that is a bold move i also wondered if it was like a wedding wedding or did they go and get married at the courthouse that's true like it, i was when they facetimed they obviously weren't at like a crazy ceremony but that also doesn't mean that they didn't like slip away to a room sure but was she wearing a wedding dress in the facetime do we remember i don't know because you're right it might have been like they're not missing the ceremony sandra is missing like the paper signing or and whatever. again like your relationship with your mom is is whatever it's, you know i mean maybe they aren't super close and it just wasn't a big deal uh, it's pretty bold. That is big. That And again, even if you're not super close, you're certainly not going to be super close after that. Yeah, that is a strong... I think that's actually bolder than like, well, my daughter's not feeling great after having a baby, but the husband is there and pr- presumably... Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think that's actually like, a much bigger deal. Yeah, because... No, I agree. Um, but I think that... I think the irony... Is that that like endeared Gary to jo- endeared Joan to Gary even more? Uh huh. Endeared Gary this, to Joan. Endeared Joan. Gary was more fond of Joan because of After that, because that. she left yeah. and was less endeared to Wouldn't it Sandra. Be that endeared Joan to Gary. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah. Well, two English professors that's can't right, figure though. this out. Do you smell that very strong smell? I, I feel like the dog the has gotten into bug. yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, one of them. That's what it is. What is that stinky smell? Oh, How the dog. could you know? <laughs> it's such a it's a fun game that you right. play at Mountain. Yeah, Road. what is that smell? What's that smell. Oh, that smell. Can you smell that smell? So should we cover the date? We yeah, let's cover the pickleball date. Forward. I know, I know. Let's cover. So Gary says, I'm so fired up today. I get to play pickleball. And Sandra is talking about dinking and says, this sounds so naughty. What a sport. She says, I'd love to dink him or dookle him or whatever <laughs> it is. So Gary is a, clearly a big pickleballer. He says it's part of his life. Yeah. And that if someone gets with him, it's going to be part of their life, you too. You better be willing to pickle. Yeah. Oh, you better be willing to dink. Um, He's not dinking around. 
Joey shows up. I bet you were excited your about that. Resident racket instructor. Yeah, I love that Gary was like, "We have a professional," and it's like, "Well, he's not a professional pickleball." I bet he is. Most like a lot of <laughs> a lot of tennis instructors are now certified in pickleball too because you oh, can make a lot uh, right. of money. Right, sure, sure, like sure. Because like these certified. old people have a bunch of money They've to like throw around. It. They're converting a bunch of tennis courts to pickleball yeah. courts all over America. It's what? A, epidemic what is the the dimensions are smaller for the pickleball court i don't know i play tennis like a real person um i believe the court is shorter okay and there is something called a kitchen that you don't want to get stuck in god i hate getting stuck in the kitchen (laughs) yeah none of these women belong in the kitchen that's why that one team was the bitchin kitchen kitchens yeah i didn't get i that went totally over my head i did like that kathy said joey could be my son and i'm here for gary but you always have to have a plan b yeah i mean that's funny that's fun i mean again i think kathy was kind of mean but i think if you're on her good side i think she's fine. fine April fakes a fall. I did. Let, I thought that was funny when they did the instant replay. You could yes, one hundred percent tell that she just faked it. What this made me think of, and I know you thought of the same thing, was Denise Richards faking drowning to get AC Slater to come out to rescue her. I did not think at the of beach. that, but uh... I mean that's the obvious parallel, right? <laughs> You mean you're my secret admirer? I guess. I didn't know that that was Denise Richards. Yeah, of course. We have discussed this before. It's Denise Richards. Beach club seasons were full of cameos. Oh, they were star studded. Uh, Yeah. Leah Rimini. Yeah, sure. Zach. Yeah. As a love interest, I bet that once he and Kelly break up, that he gives Leah Rimini a call. Like once they get divorced. I would have loved to see a crossover like special movie uh-huh. where the Save by the Bell kids were working at that at whatever beach club that yeah. was, the Bayside mm-hmm. Beach Club, and the nine oh two one oh kids oh, were working yes. at their beach club. And they had like a rival game. Yes. Like Vo- beach volleyball. Yeah, beach volleyball. Because like versus... that was uh that was a big part of nine oh two one oh's beach season. Yeah. Was always that Steve was playing a bunch of beach volleyball. Well and didn't they they had that on Saved by the Bell too, one episode. I think they had like a volleyball team or Probably. something. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Likely. Who would win? Yeah. Which team would win? I think Steve Sanders. He was pretty pretty formidable on the beach volleyball. What about AC Slater though? He's not he's a wrestler. He's gonna wrestle dancer. that ball to the ground. AC um or I'm sorry, Steve Sanders also, fun fact, speaking of cameos, when he plays beach volleyball, there's a cameo by David Lasher, who was uh, Ted on Hey Dude. That is quite a cameo. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. He he's like his beach volleyball partner, and he ends up being gay, and it's real, very progressive. That is very progressive for the time. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. All what right. A, what a crew. What a world. <laughs> what a world. Uh, All right. So uh, we've got Ellen, who plays pickleball four times a week, and is captain of a pickleball team. Yep. Yeah. How how for, real quick though? How well do you think that April move actually worked? 
where she faked an injury to get attention from Gary. She did get a little more attention, but yeah, that was but about in the long it. run, I don't think it paid off. And Nancy really injured herself. Yeah, like, and later when she self eliminates, she's on like crutches. <laughs> I think Gary also does not want a lady who fakes an injury. I think I think we can say enough about Gary to say he doesn't want someone who misses their daughter's wedding and he doesn't want someone who fakes an inj- injury. And he probably doesn't want someone who's going to eat as much ice cream as April did. <laughs> never have I ever ice cream version. I enjoyed it. Oh, that was great. Yeah. That was great. Okay, so we have all the different uh, different teams going on. We've got Pinky Dinkies. We've got Bitch and Kitchen. We've got Pink... Picklicious paddles, and who else? I figure out their paddles, and there was maybe one more. I don't know that I got all the I all the team names. Did not take them down. Okay. How about Gary and Sandra being unable to figure out FaceTime for a I, moment? Yeah. It. Do you think that was real? I do. Do you I do. think that? Yeah, I know. Because at first I was like, oh, they're playing this up. Just like they've told them to act old so that it's like funny. But then I was like, I bet if I just handed my mom a phone and was like, yeah. FaceTime someone. Uh-huh. I, I don't know that it would go any more See, smoothly. See, my mom knows how to FaceTime because she loves a FaceTime. Yeah. But yeah, I think that you're right. I, th- I mean, I think I was a little bit played up for fun. But I think, I don't think they're expert FaceTimers. I don't think they're certified FaceTime coaches. Not like Mimi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, they FaceTime her daughter. um, And then there's just some more Teresa-Kathy conflict. This is when Kathy says, zip it. Which again, if it were me, I would just be telling Teresa to shut the fuck up. But would you though? Do you care that that's the thing? You wouldn't care. That Teresa was talking, like saying, "No, I, I would." I, again, I agree with that. I, I think that I think there's a difference between like, you know, sharing a few details and just going on and on about what a connection you have. And it seems like Teresa was doing that, even if she didn't feel like she was. And I'll say this as well: <laughs> our child is stomping. In the, that might upstairs. be the doll. That's the haunted doll that our daughter <laughs> has, yes. Again, I don't know if it's editing. It appears that Teresa, like, seeks out Kathy to be like, hey, Kathy, listen to this thing about my relationship with Gary. Like, even if, even if, if other people don't mind, then Teresa should just do that with other people. But she should respect that Kathy has told her, I don't want to hear about that. That I do agree with. Like, if I were Teresa, I just wouldn't talk to Kathy. 100%. Anymore. Other than like, hey, Kathy, how you doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, just leave Kathy alone. But Kathy, is, she's like, that cannot happen again. Like, that's a little too strong, Kathy. Oh, like, you're acting fine. like... Oh, no, a woman setting boundaries. No, it's just like, that's a little strong. Like, that's what you say when, like, someone loses your cat when they cat sit. Or so, like, <laughs> that cannot happen again. I will offer a counterpoint. Okay. Kathy has been nicer about it, and Teresa's still yapping about Gary to her. So I feel like at this point, Kathy's fed up, and she's like, hey, bitch, I told you five times already, I don't want to hear it. Like, I get told it, you to zip it. Yeah, get it through your head that I don't want to hear about you and Gary. How come none of these women are calling him Gare Bear? They should start hashtag Gare Bear. Yeah, I mean, hashtag gear. I can't believe that hasn't happened yet. Maybe it will as the season progresses. 
So Sonia gets the rose. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Sand- Sandra is her name. Sorry. Yeah. I have her as Sandra. Sandra. So she gets the rose for missing her daughter's wedding. So it does work out for her to miss her daughter's wedding. I don't think that it's Sandra. Is it? In the end. Oh, oh, I no, see. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It, I was like, no, I think her name is Sandra. I don't yeah, I don't like either. They have a connection. Yeah. I, you know who I'm on the fence about? Who? Okay. Is that really necessary? God. Mm-hmm. You missed that. Ellen. Yeah, I think Ellen is a strong contender. Okay. Yeah, I said okay. that earlier. I think that she's a strong contender. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's Sandra in the end. Um, I think that Sandra's got a couple more episodes left. And then, I, I mean, how are they doing hometowns? They're, he's going to go meet all their, like, kids and stuff? Well, you can't meet their parents. <laughs> They're dead. <laughs> Not necessarily. That's true. Not My necessarily. My dad yeah. was on the Golden, was the Golden Bachelor. Yeah. They would have to they meet They could go Mima. meet Mima. Oh, Mima. What would, a time. Mima would tear those people to yeah. shreds. Mima would yeah. eviscerate yes. these women. Yes, they would be destroyed. They would be deceased afterwards. All right, so we got a one-on-one with Leslie. Yes. And she says that Gary embodies everything that she wants. Yeah. In a man. Yeah. She talks about how she hasn't had a good picker in the past, that her picker might be broken. Yeah, but her picker might be on track now, might be picking properly. Yeah. Yeah, She's been single for 22 years. I have that in my notes. That's impressive. And I assume that means like not married. Like it sounds like she's had relationships. relationships. Yeah. Yeah. But she hasn't been married. Yeah. Yeah. Married. Um, I like Leslie. Me too. I think that she seems like. If I had to guess what Gary's type is, since I have no idea, I think it might be Leslie. I think we have some idea, and I think Leslie is one of his types. I don't think he has a huge range of types, but I think he's got two or three types, and Leslie fits one of them. I think Gary likes to feel like a caregiver, Uh but he also likes a woman who can be a little independent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think he likes a beautiful woman. Well, sure, yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Just saying. He's, he, he hates beautiful not women. Here for the uggos. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I could see Leslie being um, someone there at the end. Yeah, I think she's top four material. I think he is going to meet whatever family she's going to introduce him I to. I hope that Leslie doesn't suffer from Jade syndrome, where she's a little too sexy for our Midwestern bachelor. That might happen. That could very well be Remember the case. Remember, Chris Sewell's found out that Tan- that uh, Jade posed in Playboy, and he was like, you got to go. No, I don't remember that at all. Which is yeah. ironic, because then he killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I can't be with someone who's been, who's who's been nude behavior. for the public. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so this is very important. Gary and Leslie both say they're riding an ATV. Though Gary also refers to it as a four-wheeler. Four, he's like, this is a four-wheeler ATV. Yeah, yeah, this is why we get confused, y'all. They are not being consistent in their terminology. I think one day for a, for an episode, we do a special investigation episode. <laughs> and we go to a dealership yes. and just sit down and make someone answer our questions about these personal vehicles. So we just have stills from the episode. Like, what are they riding right here? What are they riding yeah. here? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's this? There was one thing in this episode, a single thing that made me think, 
actually, you know what? I would not have seen, like of all the things that happened, okay. this I wouldn't have called. Okay, hit me with it. This was not on my Gary bingo card. Okay. Gary buying someone a crystal and being like, yeah. this has power. Yeah, no. See, maybe he's a little more interesting than That's you That's not interesting, thought. though. That's just, like, that to me says that Gary's dumb. No offense to any of our listeners who are crystal worshippers. I also... You have bought people I have crystals bought, before. I have, yes. <laughs> Ryan and I bought crystals yes. in Florida. You bought a crystal and gave it to a friend. That is what you do in Florida, though. Well, like, but, I feel like, here's the thing. You walk into a shop with crystals it's almost impossible to not just feel like yeah i'll drop 10 bucks like why not if it's promising to do all this stuff well but this seems to be countering your argument (laughs) if you this seems to be countering your argument that uh buying crystals is stupid no i think it's dumb okay but like i'm not so you made a dumb decision okay gotcha okay just want to make sure that we have that clear yeah no i was dumb when i bought those crystals that being said i do think they worked But a lot of mixed messages. I would here. not have pinned Gary as a crystal user. That I agree with. Yes, I would have picked him as a crystal meth user. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking crystal meth. I don't know if that's <laughs> that what you do actually with it. was what Gary gave Susan. <laughs> He's a real Walter White type. Gary is. I have in my notes here, and I just want to point this out because I feel like I've been really tearing Gary up. Okay. Um, verbatim, I say, I feel like one of the nicest things about Gary is he's really nice to women, even if they aren't going to get picked. And I do yes. think that because I don't think he's going to pick Susan either. But I think that he's like, I want you to feel special in yes. this moment. No, I agree totally with that. And I think I think he's very genuine. I think he's very caring. And I also think he's very good at identifying like what each of the women care yeah. about yes. and like meeting their needs and matching their needs where they're at. And yeah. I don't think it's in a fuckboy way. Like I no. don't think it's in a way of like, I want you to still like me, even yeah. though I know that I'm not picking you. Right. I feel like he genuinely is like, I think Susan would love this crystal. Yeah. She might not be the woman for me, mm-hmm. but I want her to have this crystal. I agree with that. Yeah. I think I think he's a solid guy. I agree. Yeah. I would love for Gary to be my dad. Sure. Um, yeah. But I love my actual right. dad, but he's very different from Gary. <laughs> right. Yes. But I, I get what you're saying. You would love Gary to be your uncle. I would love for Gary mm-hmm. to be my sitcom dad. Yes. Yeah. In the sitcom that you're going to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ca- we're casting Gary. We're casting all <laughs> kinds of roles right now. Wacky neighbor. We've Kirk got sides. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever. Oh, the guy that played Boner is no longer with uh, us. He died? He did die. Oh. Yeah. Walter Koenig. Yeah. Was his name. That's a bummer. Yeah, I know. That's a real bummer. I yeah. feel like April would be good on a sitcom. Yes. I mean, you could just make a sitcom with it. That should be one of the. They've done like a soap opera before, but they've never done like. We're making a 90s yeah. sitcom as a group date. That would be such a good Bachelor group date. House. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would yeah. be funny. Yeah. Um, what did you think about Ellen saying, I'm falling in love with you? Too soon, Too Ellen. soon, too soon. I think it's a yes. little too soon. It's too soon. And I mean, Gary has a really strong reaction to it. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I don't know if we should have done that. Have they gone on a one-on-one yet? No, I don't believe oh, so. Ellen. Yeah, Ellen doesn't you know how the game is played. Crazy, batty old lady. <laughs> Yeah, Gary well, starts crying. I know. Yeah. And it like freaks him out a little bit because mm-hmm. he's yes. like, 
he, I think that made Gary realize the magnitude of the emotions that are going yes. to be at play yes. as the show progresses. I concur entirely with that. Yeah, I think that that's true. Yeah. So Nancy self-eliminates. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ellen, Faith, Susan, and Teresa get roses. Mm-hmm. Kathy and April are going home. Leslie and Sonia. So, Sandra. Sandra. Why do I keep wanting to call her? I, I don't are know. Are you sure? I'm fairly sure. Oh, I just knocked You're our qual- poor mics over. Yeah. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Sonia. Oh, is <laughs> it's not Sandra. Wait, no, Golden Bachelor, Sandra Mason. Oh, no, sorry. This is a different Sonia yes. from the actual Bachelor. Okay, yeah, this is Sandra is her name. All right, Okay, all right. whew, I was worried I was wrong there for a second. Oh, man, what would you do? I would be so, hu- I would be ruined. So humiliated. Okay, so we've got Kathy say, I did, she says, look at this. Who can say no to this? I might burn the house down before I leave. I mean, we said she had a graceful exit. It was more an entertaining exit, but... Kathy for Bachelor in Paradise. Absolutely. I would love it if they, like, mixed the generations for something. Yeah. I feel like that would be very interesting. Special Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. I would love that. Yeah. I bet some of these women might not poop for nine days. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about Gary saying over and over again, I want to find the woman I can't live without? I feel like that was the new don't stop believing. God, uh, we get it, Gary. Also, you know, what does that mean? Right, I mean, you're living now. Yeah, like, like yeah. does that mean that, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, being, I'm too hard on Gary. We're too jaded. I don't but... like these tropes. Mm-hmm. Like Zach being like, I want my best friend. Yeah, you do not care for a romantic trope. I just think that it oversimplifies. Like, you shouldn't be able to like boil down what you want to a catchphrase. Yes, I agree with that. It almost sounds a little trite and like... Yeah. Because it's not like taking the whole person into account. It's like turning them into like a cliché. Yes. I think that's part of what you're getting at. Yeah. Is like it just say like, I want my better half or whatever. And it's it, like. It simplifies. Yeah. It. It's and oversimplified. It's yeah. complicated. It's a complicated thing. Oh my God. <laughs> did you do that on purpose? <laughs> Jesus. Yes, I did. Uh, All right. You want to talk about Bachelor in Paradise? Uh, I don't know. I might go home. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All right, so I have to give them credit for calling this another explosive episode of Bachelor in Paradise, though it wasn't because poor Sam, the episode ends without her pooping. How constipated are you if you're like popping laxatives and you just legit can't get anything out? So I have some some issues here. (laughs) Um, So I have some issues with that, but this... Um, so I was a little frustrated. Like I thought that I said last time that this was very suspenseful mm-hmm. and I agree, except they made I some, I agree with myself. I agree with myself that it's suspenseful, but if you have a ticking clock where it's like one second until she has to leave, but then she's milling around for another hour. Yeah. Like that's not how suspense works. Well, she had to say her goodbye. Yeah, but I mean, it, sh- it was like, am I going to leave or not? I got to talk to Dr. Kelly again and figure like it. 
it set up this, this it would be like if there was a timer on a bomb in a movie and then it's like oh we've got an extra five minutes to defuse this after all well, never mind i mean if it's just poop and not an actual bomb <laughs> i mean i thought they did a pretty good job with it and like sam did say that basically they were like, we would advise you go to the actual yes. doctor and that she said, I would feel more comfortable doing that in America. Yeah. So really it's her problem that she went home because if she were just willing to go to the Mexican hospital, she could have stayed. Now here's another thing. They made like a very big deal out of this being a poop baby. And then that does not seem to be what's happening here. Like no one delivered a poop baby. Do you want to see the poop No, no, baby? no. I don't want to see the poop baby. But again, it's Chekhov's gun. I feel like If they're, they're... mentioning a poop baby well, and then there's no poop baby even mentioned. I think you have to tune in for the reunion. I guess that's true. I'm sure they're going to be yes. like, what happened? Yeah, I guess that's true. She's Sam dead. Sam won't be there because she <laughs> exploded from poop. <laughs> this isn't there. I don't often reference friends jokes, but isn't there a friends joke where... Phoebe and Mike go on their honeymoon and then Phoebe, they're like, where's Mike? And she's like, oh, he had to go to the hospital. He didn't poop the whole time. I did not watch those episodes because they sucked. We got Paul Rudd on them. Uh, that's honestly, Paul Rudd, what the fuck were you doing? Well, he wasn't famous then. He was yes, cashing he was. a check. He wasn't, I mean, he, was, he had done Clueless, but this was pre... 40-year-old virgin, no, pre-Ant-Man. No way. Uh-uh. It what was do you like, mean? It was it was very recent that he was on Friends. Yeah. No, that was pre forty year old virgin, pre knocked up, pre him getting famous. I mean, he was he was known, but he wasn't like a household name yet. Friends ended in like two thousand four. What knocked up is? I mean, you're just stuck in the past friends ended like 20 years ago Anna. <laughs> i hate to break it to you but yeah this was way before i mean he was collecting a check he probably still gets residuals from being on friends i felt like he definitely had done like some of the other stuff no uh, no none of that he was minorly what? famous but no this no. is pre all that stuff yep really oh yeah yeah, I, I'm sure of this. I don't know what else he had done at that time. He had done Clueless, for sure. Paul Rudd as Mike Hannigan and friend. All right, so he was in there until 2004. Yeah, Knocked Up was like, or uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin was like 2005, 2006. So honestly, Friends was probably what launched him into this next. 40-Year-Old Virgin was 2005. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just need to get on Paul Rudd's IMDb. Right, and figure this all out. I, I mean, it's all up in my head. You don't need to... Well, that's wild This is pre-role um, models, pre-I love you, man. Yeah, what? how does how is your timeline collapsed like this? <laughs> I think Friends ended in like 2015. No, it's been 20 years. It's been 20 God. years, Anna. Yeah. All right. Okay. So anyways, back to Sam pooping. All right. I thought that Aaron, or actually not pooping, sorry. Uh, Aaron was very mature. And uh, and honestly, everyone was very mature about this. It is yeah. more, It is my fucking nightmare yeah. to stand to, in front of 20 yeah. people and be like, I, I haven't have to, pooped, yeah. so I have to leave. Like, like that I is, have to go home because of a stomach issue. Yes, that is almost exactly my nightmare. No, I agree. Yeah. And they were all like super sweet and yep. were like, it's not a big deal. We're all grown ups. I'm not. 
And yeah, Aaron said that they were hella vibing hard, but wrong time, wrong place. Yeah, Porce, I do feel really bad for Sam. As she says, it's a really crappy situation. Well, not really, this actually. This is blowing my mind. How did you think? <laughs> how, what are you talking about? I just, like, I feel like, you know what it is? It's because Paul Rudd always looks the same. Yes, that's so true. You see a rerun that's of true. Friends and he's on there. In my mind, it's 2018. I do it? understand. That is a relevant point. That and he I has didn't not watch aged. that. I didn't watch Friends at that point because it started sucking. And so I guess I've only seen it in reruns. And I'm thinking it's like 2010. I get your point. But no, I don't know how you didn't know that. Yeah. Well, is this? Do you need to take a minute to process no, this information? I'm just that okay. He was in a movie called Tennis Anyone, and I feel like I should probably. You watch absolutely that. should watch that. Yeah. yeah. Oh man! I mean, golly! Your reality has really been <laughs> it shifted is, today. It is. Yeah. Um, you know what I thought was? I mean, I don't want to say interesting. We're overusing that word. Uh, they didn't act like there was a chance at all that Aaron was just going to like go home. Yeah, and right. And I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, that like maybe I'll go with like, you. Like, well, Sam and I have yeah. this great connection. And so if it's not her, like I don't really want to be here. Uh-huh. But I feel like Aaron was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, right. See, See you later. Hope you poop. Good yeah. luck with that poop, baby. Yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's... um that. And what do you think of that decision? I mean, he should stay and have... Fun, I guess, but if he really liked so. Sam, he would go or yeah. something. I think Brandon would have gone with Serene if she had not yes. been able to poop yes. for 10 days. <laughs> That's a real test of a relationship. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, point to make. Okay. John Henry is hot. I like oh, him. Oh, interesting. Uh, I, I like him a lot. Okay. I mean, I can see that. I mean, he's an underwater welder That's with tattoos. Yes, it is. He's I mean, that is. He's got like a cute accent, but he also seems well-spoken. He's like. He got a little nervous, but he's handsome. Yep. I can see yeah, him being. I mean, Sean even says John Henry is a handsome cat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Meow. Meow. You feel like he's. Olivia says he's a 12 out of 10. He also just seems nice. Yeah, yeah, and like not too full of himself. Can you and, imagine yeah. being torn between John Henry and Pilot Pete <laughs> the knockoff? I cannot like, imagine what is that. going on. Also, like, she's not torn. She's not torn. I don't think so either. Yeah, jeez. She's just letting Pilot Pete land gently. You know who Pilot Pete reminds me of? Who? The husband of the Bohemian Rhapsody person. Did you get that at all? Freddie Mercury? Ex-husband. No, of our friend. I don't want to say. Oh, 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 yes. I got that. Yeah, I was very, yes. I was very confused. I thought you meant the ex-husband of Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. And I was like, I don't know who he was married. I didn't think he was married. But, (laughs) yes, absolutely. That is 100% correct. No one knows who we're talking about. So this is totally uninteresting. But But yes, it's correct. Yeah. John Henry cannot tell you the last time he's been on a date. How many women do you think ask him to wear that welder mask while they make love? Uh, a lot. Yeah. It's probably really heavy. It's really heavy and it's not actually that sexy. No, like, it's like a sexy job. It's a sexy job, but not in, a sexy mask like to it, wear. Even, not even in theory, but it is a sexy job, but it doesn't lend itself. It's not like a firefighter. Yeah, right. Like you're going to cosplay as this <laughs> in bed. Yeah. Uh, um. So Olivia and John Henry go on their spa date. Uh, he said 
They have massage stuff, face masks, stuff to put on your eye, and you <laughs> scrape it off with a rock. <laughs> She loved, though, that he did not know anything about oh, skincare. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. cute. Yeah. He's, he's very manly. He's a man's man. That's a man's but man. But he's not like a toxic. Not like a brute. It's not toxic yeah. masculinity. I mean, well, let's let's hold it for, you know, well, a couple yeah. we weeks. He could well. be toxic masculine. We don't know. We just don't know. Yeah. But he, I was also charmed by him. Um, the table falls down, and it's real cute. He, um, he lived in Germany, He's moved, but he wants to meet his best friend. Okay, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, please remove your clothes. He got real nervous about that. I thought they were going to make them get all the way naked. I feel like that was not as... That would have been a bold play. It would have been a super bold play, but they were acting like it, it was... They've done it before. They've done it before. But they didn't have, then have the people massage each other. That's That would have been way too much. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought they were going to make it a little... Because they've done that before, and then they're acting like it's awkward, but it's like they're just wearing their swimsuits, which is what they do 100% of the time on the beach anyways. Yeah. 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 All right, so back at the beach, the guys are playing football. The girls are ranking the guys, and they say Tanner Tyler. Hashtag feminism. They say Tanner Tyler Blake Avon. How do you feel about that? In that order? In that order. Tanner Tyler Blake Avon. No. Yeah. Blake. And then the rest of them are just duds. <laughs> All right. Avon would be at the end for me. I don't like Avon. I think Uh he's real like robotic and just kind of doesn't seem to display much of a personality at all. And what he does display, I don't like, I don't, I don't know. I don't Tyler. I can see the appeal. He's just not for me. And I, okay. I would say the same thing about Tanner. Right. About fake Tanner. Fake Tanner. Yeah. Hashtag Hashtag fake fake Tan. Yeah. Um, I actually feel like Sean would be higher on my list than any of those guys. Yeah. Not yeah. personality wise. Right. Oh, no. He really falls apart personality wise. But I feel in like Sean lends himself well to the beach setting. Oh, yeah. He's Beach Ken. I mean, what about how do you feel about John B? He arrives. John B. John B. Yeah. Uh, oh, no thanks. No thanks? Oh, I think that John B. I is like kind of cute B. and charming. Oh, I love John B. in a cocktail party setting in regular Bachelor. Sure, okay. Where he can be like witty and clever. Uh-huh. John B.'s job is not beach. That, yeah, that, but that's okay. Also, no, he says... totally fine. He says he reads his date card. Tonight is all about amour. <laughs> <laughs> Amor. Amor. <laughs> also, we see this again. So Braden says nothing is going to come between Aaron and Eliza, which of course means something is going to come between Aaron and Eliza. I wish that I had the power to control reality by saying like, this isn't going to happen. And then it immediately happens. I feel like it almost reaches the point of like they speak these things into existence by saying they're not going to happen. Well, you know what comes between them? What's her name? (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. I can't remember the the whore on Hamilton. Oh, uh, Mariah Reynolds. Mariah Reynolds comes between them. That's when Miss Mariah Reynolds walked into my life. Because even later... Sean is like, send another woman, please. And, and then like, like another woman comes waltzing yeah. down this. I feel like I would do that in paradise all the time. Like send some tacos. Or no like, one's going to bring me a chocolate cake. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just test it to the limits. Yeah. yeah. No, no mermaids are going to come out of the sea right now. 
<laughs> sexy women dressed as mermaids. Sexy redhead mermaids. <laughs> Um, so let me tell you, let me ask you about this. Okay. Actually, yeah, more accurately, let me tell you about this. Okay. I think that it's weird that Eliza seems to be kind of constantly comparing her experience this year with her experience last year. I don't think that's weird. That's natural. But she was like, I don't want to make the same mistakes that I made last year. But last year, she wanted Rodney to tell her, don't go on this date. Uh-huh. And he didn't. And right. she got all pissed about it. And then she went on the date. Mm-hmm. This year, Aaron flat out says, I don't want you to go on yeah. that date. And she's like, I got to do things different. Yeah, fair. That is a fair critique. And I, I do... I. Her reasoning of like you got Aaron got to explore his options and I haven't mm-hmm. yet. I think that stands, but I don't like how she's like, I don't want to do things the same way. But then last year, all she was doing was going on and on about how she really needed Rodney to be like, please don't go. That is a fair point. She just needs to stop talking about last year. I think like this is a fresh slate. Yeah. Let's not worry about what happened last year. Let's focus on the now. Let's focus on the present. Is that a John? Cicada song. Please don't go. Don't go. No, we already went over this. <laughs> is song this is the I... same song that you thought. No. Oh, no, you thought it was, I've been thinking about yeah. you. But no. Don't go. That, that, that song might... is also not a John Cicada song. Mm. Also not John Cicada. <laughs> I think it might be. All right. You carry the paw. You carry it. I'll look up. All right. Uh, we Speaking of pickleball and tennis, Tyler says, dating's not tennis. You don't turn around and say, you talked to this person, so now it's my opportunity. I don't think that's what tennis is. Like, <laughs> there were a bunch of tennis metaphors in this because there was the other one of like, I'm serving you the ball when like, to what Sean somebody's arguing Aaron and Kat and they're like I'm serving you the ball so you can return it like they're all about these tennis metaphors that don't make any sense this episode was sponsored by the UST (laughs) (laughs) they're getting desperate all right. Did so, you Google it? Who yeah, is it? Yeah, so it's not John Cicada. It appears oh, that... all it says is it's not yep, John Cicada. specifically. So there's, a, there's several different versions of this. So it appears that W is the, the people who w. sing this song. Yeah, hang on. We'll pause so we can listen to this. Please don't go. Please don't go. Please don't go. Please don't go. Please don't go, please don't go, please don't go. All right, so the band is W, the word double space Y-O-U, not John Cicada. I like this game now, just what songs do you think John Cicada sings? I feel like you have, are giving him credit for this whole litany of early 90s hits that he had nothing to do with. I also think that when I imagine John Cicada, I can't help but imagine... Who's the Jurassic Park actor? Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. Does he look like no. that at all? No, not even uh, remotely. Also, you have no concept of time in pop culture. <laughs> So, like, you probably think that John Cicada is still producing hits 
or that these songs came out five years ago. So I just no. googled him, and he looks a little bit like no, Jeff Goldblum. No, that's absurd for someone it, who cares very he's much. He's actually well known as the Cuban Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do not. Okay, in that one picture, he looks a little See? bit like him. He does. There's in that something about one that, like, facial picture. Yeah. I didn't but even still, have to pull it up and you see it. Yeah, but it's like one particular image because the other two that I see in Google Image look nothing like him at all. All right, let's get on with, uh, with this show. Yeah. So Peter is missing Olivia, wondering where he's at, where she's at. Uh, I don't think that he needs to say that he was missing her and pacing the beach. I feel like Peter is being a little too needy. I feel like um, he should have been like, I hope you had fun. I was... I was sad you weren't here, but yeah, I had a great time like, with my a, boys. Yeah. Good, yeah, hanging with my dudes. Yeah, and playing some football, talking to Jess a little bit. Yeah, yeah. being bros. Yeah, bros before oh, hoes. You are just, you, you know, if he missed her, it's okay to be like, I really missed you. But it doesn't really, she's not, she says she misses the heck out of Peter, but she's for John Henry. She's 100% team John Henry. I don't think that she's gonna here's my thing about your advice to play these games mm-hmm. it's great it's great <laughs> advice is what you were gonna say i don't think that it makes a difference oh it makes a difference no well uh, so here i agree with you that she is with john henry and there's nothing that peter could do about it yeah that i agree with like, but that's actually why i think he doesn't need to be all sad sack. If he was like, I've been missing you all. But he, but he, he's, I don't feel like he was being sad sack. I feel like he was just like, yeah, my day kind of sucked. Like I wanted you around. Yeah. But I, again, I think she was with, she's a hundred percent in on John Henry. Peter just needs to move on. I look forward to your dating book manual. I know you do. This is really it. I mean, this is the kind of advice your that I'm doing out for free. Is just don't be honest. <laughs> no, my advice is not don't be uh, honest. Huh? Uh-huh. My advice is don't miss Olivia so much while she's gone. But he does miss her. So well, it's okay too bad. For... Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah. Can we talk about this quote from Aaron? Yes. First of all, he says that they're suffering from the El Nino of dudes on this beach. <laughs> yes, I enjoyed that. And then he says, Eliza is so amazing. It's like if you see a fig jam and you think, wow, I've never seen that fig jam before. I want that on my charcuterie board. I want that on my charcuterie board every time I drink wine. I don't want anyone else to know about that charcuterie board. It just kept going. It just kept going. going. And going. So I'm glad that you wrote that down because I just have Aaron is talking about a charcuterie board (laughs) and I like did not understand what was going on. I had to rewind it two separate times. Yes, to get the whole quote. quote. But I was like, I'm getting this charcuterie board quote. Yeah, no, that was a lot. It reminded me of that season a long time ago when they had some like weird metaphor about cheese and they all kept talking about it and it was like, what are you... Hiding the cheese, stealing the cheese. Yeah, don't who you moved that? my cheese? Yeah. I don't remember. But, but they all yeah. talked about it all the time. Like we all knew what they were talking about. Yeah. yeah. What's this like elusive fig jam <laughs> that Aaron's like, a fig jam you've never seen before? Aren't all fig jams about the same? No, this one is a very rare fig jam. I feel like if it were like a rare shell, now you're speaking my well, language. Well, yeah, but he doesn't have to speak <laughs> your language. I just feel like he's not speaking anyone's language. <laughs> Except his own. Oh, all right. Didn't you want to want a charcuterie board? Sure. You want to deal with this um, truth box situation? 
Yeah. How about Aaron smashing the truth? I feel like Aaron knows that no one's going to pick him. Yeah. I mean, he said that. He was like, yeah. I might as well fuck some right. shit up. But so. My girl had to go home to deliver a poop, baby. <laughs> so here's my thing. Like, that was a little drastic. But the point of the truth box, which is a terrible idea, by the way, um, was to read everything in it. And Wells was like, was like slowly going through the Why? things. I think it's a great idea. Well, it's a great idea in terms of drama. Yeah. It's a terrible idea in terms of, because they're acting like this is a, a box that compels honesty, but that's bullshit. Because like clearly Brayden is stuffing the box with like, <laughs> yeah. Rachel should make out with Brayden. Like this is just a bunch of bullshit. I feel like they should have allowed everyone to write down like one thing. Yes. And put and, that in the And you box. have to have your name on it. Well, I don't know about that. No, if they want, if they're like, people are too scared to say what they think. Like you, sh- if they're trying to compel honesty, people need to put their name on no, the thing that they write. No, yeah. I think everybody gets one sheet of paper to write one thing that they want to know out there, but it still gets to be anonymous. Because if you had to put your name on it, you wouldn't write what you wanted to write. Yeah, but I think that it needs to, if it's, they, they act like it's trying to compel honesty and it's not at all. Like it's or or better communication, and it's not going to compel better communication. Well, I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's my is if the Wells was like, I want to fuck shit up and shake ants in a jar. Please take this anonymous truth box. That would be fine. But if they're like, I've seen that people don't communicate very well here. So here's an anonymous box where it's totally <laughs> unsupervised, and anyone can write anything. That's not. Yeah. I really wish that we had a truth box at our place of work. Oh man! See, that would be a disaster. I would love it. It would be a disaster. I'm gonna suggest yeah. that. I mean, we kind of have a truth box with student evals, but yeah, but not about each other. No, I know. Yeah, we'd have coworker evals. What did you think about Rachel's reaction or overreaction to this Sean situation? So I think I kind of was on Rachel's side a little bit. I was on Rachel's side. Like, in the if someone described what happened, uh-huh. I would be like on Rachel's side theoretically. She overreacted a million percent, so I feel like she like lost my sympathy. Well, who overreacted a million percent was Cat later on in this episode. I love Cat overreacted ten million. That percent. was amazing. But um. I mean, I also, I think the other problem, the, the reason that I was on Rachel's side was she was like, she confronted Sean and Sean was like, well, just that she's not that into me, so I'm totally in on you now. I mean, Sean was a douche. Like, bullshit. Yeah, that's just nonsense. And yeah. he, he, I feel like at one point he also was like, I decided I'm not going to pursue yes, that. Yes, <laughs> right. Well, it was also like, I mean, Jess very clearly was not into him and he was like, just kept asking and asking and oh. like, just read read the room, Sean. How about yeah. him being like, I had to ask, what would Taylor Swift do? Oh. Not that, I don't think. No, not at all. Taylor Swift is a boss and would not do any of this shit. Also, like, that was a funny line, but then his little song was not very well, good. Well, I also feel like this is just a good example of, like, clearly Rachel would have been okay with him just saying, hey, you know, I'm not really feeling it with you. Yes. I, like... It's one of those things where it's like, why are you going about it this way? It just makes you look like an asshole. And it now now you're not going to be on the show anymore. Yeah, that's why I don't um, think that Rachel... Like, I mean, she overreacted maybe a little bit. But I didn't think that she overreacted a ton to yeah. this. Like, and also, she was mad because he was... 
like, oh, Rachel's so into me and I'm not into her. Like, that's what I think she was mad about. Yeah. Was that part of it as opposed to, like... But I feel like it would have been more, like, wounding if she had just, like, laughed at him and made fun of him about it. But I, yeah, oh, instead sure. of, like, getting angry and showing... Like, I feel like she put too much validity and she gave him too much power in the situation that i agree with if she would just been like you thought i was really into you that's, that's funny dumb. yeah that's cute yeah. that would have been fine yeah how about sean saying that bachelor in paradise that night is like red wedding and game of thrones <laughs> spoiler alert sean i know miki is Mickey, so I mad you weren't watching <laughs> she was right to get to the game of thrones red wedding episode Brayden and Rachel make out. Mm-hmm. The one of the truth box questions is: Raise your hand if you have an uncircumcised penis. Glad that we're dealing with. Well, that see, level this is what maturity. I'm talking about too. Is like this is our opportunity to be more honest and say the things that we really couldn't say <laughs> well, otherwise. I feel like it would have been funnier if someone was just like. Aaron has an uncircumcised <laughs> penis. Like, if you're gonna call people out, actually call people sure, out. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kat asks, is this real life after question after question is just basically like cat sucks. Right. Well, what she asked is, is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? And it was so cool. It was the it coolest was thing so she's ever witnessed. Cool. Let's see. Cat does. I mean, basically the truth box calls cat out and she loses her shit. Right. Cause they're calling her out for playing Brayden. They're saying that she's not being a good friend to Jess and she really just kind of has a come apart. She has a come apart and it's funny. This is what happens to when people are like, I don't care what people think, but then they're just yelling and yelling and yelling about what people think. I did like the like, um, perspective that it gives you on how close everything is there because they can all hear her. Oh, yeah. Dying. Yeah, I did enjoy that. I also like when she was like, why are we talking about things that happened two days ago? <laughs> well, you've been here for three days, so that's why. It yeah. reminded me of the scene at the end of The Parent Trap when the girlfriend goes off on the twins. Original Parent Trap. Original Because that's the trap. only yeah. one that counts. <laughs> That's the only real one. Haley Mills for life. All right. So, yeah, Sean w- hopes another woman comes, and then we see some legs coming down the stairs. Whoa. And all I have to say, one last thing I want to say yeah. about the preview for next week, of course Brayden does Borat impressions. Of course. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> My wife. Um, I was hoping that the woman coming down the stairs was going to be Sam and that she had taken a big shit in the airport. <laughs> and she was like, I'm coming back. <laughs> On the airplane. She's like, turn this plane around. <laughs> I'm headed back to paradise. Please don't go. Please don't go. Please don't go. Please don't go. Please don't go, please don't go, please don't go, please don't go. Babe, I love you so, I I want you to know that I'm gonna miss your love the minute you walk out that door. Please don't go, please don't go, please don't go.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.